Praise the Lord, it's great to see everyone. And, um, you know, don't clap me when I come in, alright? Don't clap me when I come in. If you really knew me, you wouldn't want to clap me. If you had to live with me, you wouldn't clap me, alright? The only one worth, worth clapping is Jesus, alright? You know, people think people think that I come from England, but like I come from a different planet. So. Uh, we're just as crazy in England as we are as you are in Bulgaria. <laughs> and we're just in it. We, we need Jesus just as much. And um, my wife is going to do. Melena's going to. I just want to say um, Jesus said you'll know the truth and the truth will set you free. You know, the devil is a. The devil is a, an accuser of the brethren. He just keeps accusing you and niggling you. And uh, one of the things he will say to you is this. God won't bless you because in, in 1995 you did that. God won't bless you because maybe you got divorced. Maybe you had a problem with alcohol. And he'll take you back to a time before you were a Christian or even since you've become a Christian. And he'll say, God, can't, God doesn't like you because of what you did. And so your confidence of God is hearing your prayers and that he loves you suddenly just goes... So I, you know, we'll, I'm always believing God for something and so should you be. I've learned that looking to man to help me is really a complete waste of time. Human beings will let you down. Will disappoint you. I will disappoint you. Because we're humans. We're fallen. But if you put your eyes on him, he won't let you down. So I don't expect much from other human beings. 
Because he's making tremendous promises towards me. So I'm going along and I'm thinking about some of the things I'm believing God for. Big things. My home, back in, where I live in Markova, in Plovdiv. We need uh, new windows in the bottom of the house. I have got money for them. But I didn't know how to pray. So we pray for those windows. And we believe them, we receive the money for them. From God. I, I'm not putting pressure on anybody. <laughs> I'm not begging anybody. I said, God, we need windows. You love me. Thank you for those windows. I believe in those windows. God doesn't love you more than me, more than you. God, God, the Bible says God is no respecter of persons. That, what that actually means is He loves any one of you. The same as Jesus. You know, you imagine God loves Jesus because Jesus was perfect. But God loves you just the same as He loves Jesus. Anyway, I'm going along, bleeding from my windows. And this was yesterday, actually. And the devil goes to me, you're not going to get your windows closed. Because you did this. And you did that. And what about that? And how is God going to bless you for doing that? And just for, just for, for a little bit, I thought, yeah. Man, that was dumb. But this morning I was up, I was up early having some time with the Lord. And I thought about the children of Israel. They did some terrible things. I mean, we're talking sacrificing babies to idols. We're talking worshipping idols. We're talking about every sort and kind of immorality you can imagine. And yet when they repented, God just pushed their sins out of the way and treated them like they've never sinned. I thought, how much more would God do that for me as I, I'm His son? And you know the Bible says that if we confess our sins, He is faithful and righteous to forgive us our sins. And to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Who knows where that is in the Bible? That's in 1 John 1 verse 9. And um, the Bible says that Jesus takes our sins and he puts them as far as the east is from the west. 
Библията казва и как, че Исус взима греховете ни и ги премести колкото изток е далече от запад. And I heard a story yesterday that was very sad. About 35 years ago, uh, a friend of mine's mother tipped, uh, the little boy was playing near a stove and he tipped hot water all over himself. And there was a horrible mess. The little boy had to be run to, ho- run to hospital. But miraculously, I know, you know, he leads worship in my church. There's nothing wrong with him. But his mother has never been able to forgive herself. And for 35 years she's been tortured with unforgiveness. You know, we need to forgive each other. If you think you can't forgive someone, you need to think about Jesus nailed to a cross, having done nothing to hurt anyone. And what did Jesus say from the cross? Somebody can answer that question. Lord, forgive them, they don't know what they're doing. So, if Jesus could forgive people from the cross, and he'd done nothing to deserve that, you can forgive anybody, including yourselves. You need to forgive yourself. You might have to look in a mirror tonight when you go home. And say, hey you, I forgive you. I forgive you. I let you off. That was a stupid thing we did. But from this minute on we're forgiven. And we're not going to think about it anymore. You can receive it, you can say, Lord Jesus, help me, forgive myself. I plead the blood of Jesus over myself. And every time that thought comes back into your mind, say, no, I'm forgiven for that. And keep pushing that thought out of your head. Recognize that God, when we confess a sin to God, He doesn't remember our sin anymore. Now, this is important. This is important. Because I believe there's some people here in this room that are not that are holding something against themselves. And when, when God says forgive, He means to forgive yourselves as well. 
работни заповядва да прощаваме, той има предвид да простиме и на себе си за нещата, които сме направили. Ако ти като си лежиш вечер на време, и всичко е тихо около тебе, си мислиш за нещо лошо, което някой ти е направил, или за нещо лошо, което ти си направил, дали човекът, който си мислиш за него е жив или умрял, трябва да му простиш. You might not feel like it. But who knows? Who knows that the Bible says that we got to forgive people? And if we want God's blessing in our lives, we have to do it. Not just know it. We have to do it. Well, I'm just going to read you one scripture and then I'm going to shut up. It says this. This is in Matthew chapter um, the Lord's Prayer. I think it's in Matthew chapter 6. Mm. It says um, okay, yeah, yeah. It says in verse 12, forgive us our debts as we have forgiven our debtors. Forgive us our debts as we have forgiven our debtors. And in other places it says, well in verse 14, it says, it says, for if you forgive men when they sin against you, your heavenly Father will forgive you. И 14 стих казва, защото ако вие простите на човеците прегрешенията им, той небесният отец ще прости на вас. Но ако вие не простите на човеците прегрешенията им, той вашият отец няма да прости вашите прегрешения. Ако вие се научите да простите, You will have a lot of peace in your life. You will have a lot of health in your life. There's no such thing as an unforgiving, healthy Christian. You know, if I drank uh, bleach, Uh, Belina. Now if I had a big if this wasn't water here but this was Belina and I drank it in front of you who knows Brother Craig wouldn't be having a good day tomorrow he'd be in hospital having drinking yogurt and stuff to sort his stomach out That isn't that having Belina inside of you is not as dangerous as having unforgiveness inside So when God tells us to forgive, it's not just another thing He wants us to do just to pass our time. 
He knows that unforgiveness is the root cause of many diseases. Many mental problems. Many headaches. Your body was not designed for unforgiveness. That's why as soon as we get offended with someone, as soon as it comes up, we need to forgive people. Even if they haven't come and got on the floor and kissed our feet. Even if they haven't come and said sorry to us. Even if they're never planning to say sorry to us. Even if they don't care how we feel. Even if they did it deliberately. Even if they came and threw stones through our windows. For your sake, you need to forgive them. Is that the Bible? Amen. We need to do that. Amen.